Welcome to the podcast after the podcast. This is Short Rest. Welcome to Short Rest, everybody. I'm your direct messenger. I'm going to start using that as like a vocal exercise. Yeah. Anyone ever take singing lessons when they were a kid? No. I took them for 14 years. (laughs) Can you tell? Oh, wow. The, wow, dude. I took singing lessons. Jake's <laughs> really good, man. The recorder just broke down. Yeah. Just that stopped recording. Jake, I love what you're putting out there. Come into my closet where I make music, and I'm going to make you a star. <laughs> oh, my God. I've been waiting for this hey. moment. Kid, come into my closet. <laughs> Greatness awaits you. <laughs> I'm your direct messenger. Nope, sorry, just regular old Brian Murphy. But I am here with singing star, Hard One Shorefoot. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and his singing co-star, Jake Hurwitz. All right. Uh, <laughs> certified diva, Moonshine Sybin. Unfortunately, no, it's just the uncertified uh, diva, Emily Axford. I don't, my paper is actually expired. Oh. My I, thought diva you were gonna, I thought you were going to sing. You're the only one with a good voice. You're, yeah, you're, oh, no, no, no. You're every, single, every single show. Short rest. I always it always crosses my mind to say to actually just be moonshine for a whole short rest, <laughs> and I have to override it every single time. So that pause was me being like wanting to be like, "Yep, moonshine time in here. Let's do this." And I was like, "No, Emily, not a bit, not God, a bit." We should do that sometime as a mixed bag moonshine doing a short rest with everyone else, with not in character, with just me. Just it would just turn into moonshine being like. I'm sorry, was a cell phone? (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, perfect. Flawless. <laughs> Having to describe what modern things are over and over again. Repeatedly confused by your I'm reality. sorry. What's this thing in front of me? That's a I'm microphone. So sorry, br- uh, oh, okay. Well, you know, she's, I'm, she's asking uh, about the cup. Is it flavored? No, nope. it's not. I'm so sorry. There was just a, a weird portal that just appeared, and Emily got sucked in, and Moonshine's here now. It raises a lot of questions. Uh, and then we've also got Beverly Tillgold. Um, no, you fucking don't. It's Caldwell Tanner. Get oh, used to it. Jeez. Get oh, used to it. Geez. I renewed my license oh. at the Diva MV. Ooh, Ooh I got to renew mine so I can sing with y'all. <laughs> Please join us. She's the only good singer and we're all, everyone else is You haven't sang yet. I haven't sung yet. Wow, I don't know. Oh, you got it too. You have a gift. You have a good emo yeah. voice. Oh, that's true. That's yeah, your Galad voice yeah. for singing Albeit is great. Pitchy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Whoa, wow. that was too mean. <laughs> I, you I called Murph's singing voice Emily, pitchy. Get out. <laughs> I thought it'd be funny to be like a shark. You're sleeping on the couch. <laughs> or not a shark. Shark is for sharks. Sharks. Shark Tank. Shark Tank. No, mm. this is a singing shark. It's more. You know the singing shows that are <laughs> Shark Tank yeah. for singing. singing. Yeah. <laughs> One of the the voicers from The Voice. <laughs> That's actually. I was our, trying to be a voice shark. That's our next project is um, Shark Tank, but for singers, we're being sued. <laughs> we I have a new have, idea for use, a song. We used all of the American Idol uh, music. <laughs> And we also call it Shark Tank. <laughs> and we call ourselves the We're Sharks. We're sued from so many fronts. Yeah. <laughs> I will not cease nor desist. <laughs> I will not cease. I will not desist. We should have changed at least one word. I don't know what we were thinking. 
Act American Idol, I do resist. I'm not scared of your lawyer's secrets. We copied the spinning. <laughs> I'm not scared of your lawyer's secrets. That's great. Yeah, we'll of, see you in court, Ryan. <laughs> it's just one of their talent is fucking going after us. Ryan v. Brian. Yeah, <laughs> Ryan v. Uh, Brian. In the case of Ryan v. Brian, that's um, what the that's what the movie they make based off of this uh, famous case will be. Yeah, Mr. Murphy, I, and I understand you're representing yourself. <laughs> Gentlemen of the jury. Wow. Hey, did y'all see Ford v. Ferrari 2, Ryan v. Brian? It's all, it's all the kids. It's all the kids from like the TV version of high school musical. This is a bonkers way to start the fucking short rest. And that's after from Emily. we after we I know. Well, I get shit for it, so like I have to be on better behavior. My odds are always chill. I I used to try to control the short rest, and then the hemp milk song happened, and it's the greatest moment in podcast. Casting history, so I just need to, uh, you know, you gotta roll the, with it. Let the garden. You gotta grow. roll with it. You gotta roll with it. Anyway, Beverly is captured by theology. Oh right. Uh huh. Oh. oh, he's in a lot of trouble. Maybe we're punchy because we're processing a lot of. Yeah, those yeah. Feelings. We are fully in denial. Yeah, Did you guys w- consider that that dwarven mage Maz could be a bad guy? No. no in fact, never. in fact, looking back, like I encouraged Bev to go. Because Bev was like, no, I feel like I need to stay here. And I was like, no, you go. Because I knew he wanted to go so yeah. bad to see Erlen. And I felt like I was letting him off the hook of like his own like feeling right. like he needed to stay. But it's like, we should have known. It's like, we had a game plan. Mavericks and Hardwon going to go. Then m- this Maz guy shows up and he's like, no, you should really go. Yeah. We need radiant like, fighters. We need blah, blah, blah. radiant fighters. And I just feel like. Oh, we man, all wanted to go too. Yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> Everyone wanted to go into the trap, and instead, <laughs> Beverly, we we sent Beverly. Yeah. So, um, I guess if I hadn't gone, like, would that trap just not have happened? Correct. Hmm. Well, I think so. We yeah, have also talked though, like personally, we had talked, and you'd been like, "I really want to go." Yeah. Like, and so I'll, I knew you as a player wanted to go. Mm-hmm. So it's like I feel like I probably would have just like encouraged you to do what you wanted to do. Yeah. No matter what. And the big problem was like Brian was in the room when I said I really want to go. I know he was. <laughs> he was. <laughs> His ears wiggling hotly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm his, always wiggling. His fingers gripping for a pen so we could write down his stupid <laughs> little notes. And I, hope, I hope Seacrest fucking kills you, dude. <laughs> I, I want Seacrest to died. DM this show. I'm going to cuckold you with Ryan Seacrest. <laughs> <laughs> that would be devastating. And we're going to watch but not participate. <laughs> you guys watched Ryan Seacrest rail my wife. <laughs> <laughs> he made a cuckold of us all. <laughs> Seacrest cuckled you, bro. (laughs) We were dressed as statues in the room. (laughs) I feel more bad for you guys than I do for me. I feel more bad for each of you. (laughs) Emily most of all. (laughs) Me too. (laughs) I was hiding in the room as one of those wine frogs. So we were like having that chat. Like, did the idea occur to you then? Like while we were doing our bathroom break and you guys Mm -hmm. were having a chat? Yeah. Did it occur to me? No, was I was already Maz was always going to suggest Beverly to go because Mavris was there too, mm. and Mavris for whatever reason was not dragged into the trap mm. to um, bring <laughs> him to Theala. He was um, uh, involved in the dwarfenage explosion instead. <laughs> so for whatever reason, Beverly and Erlen are more important to Theala than 
Mavericks or any of you guys. Right. Mm. It's very funny that this all, the way this broke down is that Mavericks is just left with a bunch of people he doesn't <laughs> know. <laughs> 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 yeah. What I, I wonder, I think Mavericks has had the weirdest day. Yeah. Right? Yeah. He's definitely, had, although he fully signed up for the weirdest day possible because we showed up and he just said, <laughs> he yes. He said, I'm in. He I started just, yeah. the day teaching a class <laughs> with a tie it. around his Scrumpers head. Scrumpers had a weird day too. Like she's covered in Tarasque shit. But <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. She, was she was a general before this. She was like training elves. There yeah, was, she was going to war regardless. Right. She I knew guess. the war was coming. Mavris was like about to teach It's also like you guys fought at Tarasque. Mavris just got brought to a dwarfenage and was just the victim of a bombing. <laughs> <laughs> it's just endlessly funny to me as a narrative that like, Hard One really wanted to go to Iron Deep. Beverly really wanted to go to Iron Deep. Moonshine wanted to volunteer and go, but we sent Mavericks. <laughs> He's just like <laughs> surrounded by all these people he's never met. He's but the, he, he was able to fucking flex that beautiful. He, yeah, that's what that was. That yeah. was the reason you know, that we that sent like because yeah. right because the what he did with the Jubilees. I yeah. have played a sorcerer once, and watching him play, I like I want to steal his meta magic. It like makes me lustful. I must give him. <laughs> A Rosa in absentia. Yeah. For love is love is love. <laughs> for, uh, for that. <laughs> this, that was insane. I, yeah. I laughed can, at that for weeks. <laughs> you could see it coming out of his mouth and him realizing what he was saying <laughs> as he was saying it. Like, I have like, I don't even remember if this is how it happened, but his eyes sort of almost like, it was like. It was like he started on the word love, mm -hmm. but then slowly backed it into. It Falling the out. Manuel Miranda. <laughs> and then after he said it, it, it got edited out just because off mic things get edited out. But he said, "Was that okay?" <laughs> <laughs> that's the best thing about this podcast is like in that universe. That's a beautiful sentiment that yeah. he came up just, with. Yeah, original Absolutely. original poem by Mavericks. You <laughs> can't plagiarize in D and D. You're just gonna can't. sing "Hey Jude" uh, next episode. <laughs> In its entirety. Imagine going to court for that copyright and just being like, yes, but Hey Jude does not exist in Bohemia. Seacrest. So I was not ripping anyone off, Brian Seacrest. I have a real life possum next to me. I mean, say something, man. He's just chewing at the tie. Fully your Pretending to be dead are... because it's scared of all the people. So Nick lost his you mind. You brought a dead possum here. It's not dead. He's playing possum. That's what they do, you idiot. And you're suing me. If you had listened to all 80 episodes of our show, you'd know that. you know this reference. It's hilarious. He's going to get on the Reddit. You're it's, the villain. It was actually a buried uh, Jake. Got a ton of downloads. Really? Yeah. They thought, again, everybody thought the possum was dead because it's playing possum. <laughs> this video. Fuck. So what do we think Theala wants from me, Bev? I guess maybe she wants me to work for her or like my my thought was that like maybe she was going to put one of those circlets on me or something mm -hmm. like that does or... it feel special because it's like so far Akarat went specifically after you now Theala went specifically after you does it feel a little flattering in I a mean, trashy way I mean yeah it's like <laughs> <laughs> I'm like the chosen child yeah, you know I, I have cool. potential uh, beyond uh, beyond limit yeah and you have all these adults like pandering for your attention I'm basically Harry Potter <laughs> <laughs> you are. I do have a scar. You're Harry Potter. Oh, that's uh, right. Yeah, I'm very talented. I have a scar, uh, and I secretly kind of suck. <laughs> oh. 
<laughs> yeah, it's it's Harry Potter all and over again. And your like... friend is a ginger. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. Hard one has red hair to me. Yeah. Yeah. I that that's I think that's interesting. A we are Harry Potter, and I have frizzy hair. You've got frizzy yeah. hair, and you Whoa. love books. <laughs> if Jake knew anything about Ron Weasley, he would be so pissed that he's Ron. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I know nothing about any of. I, I, I don't know Harry Potter. Yeah, I picture Hard One, and I always have since the beginning as Rupert Grant with a beard. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Since I haven't seen or read the book, I appreciate that. You're like Rupert Absolutely. Grant. That sounds kind of like a Tom Hardy kind. kind Absolutely. Of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they're the same size. I think in the first movie he weighs about sixty pounds. So. <laughs> but I also like, an eight year old. <laughs> but I also feel like since Bev will have a petty side to him, he would also kind of pettily be like, "Yeah, everyone wants a piece." <laughs> yeah. Hey guys, real quick, uh, 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 Jake, uh, what uh, Harry Potter house do you think you are? Oh my god, <laughs> which one are you, dude? <laughs> which one? Is- Gryffindor, bench. <laughs> I have been owned. <laughs> he knew one, and I have been owned. Dude, I know them Total all. reversal. I'm a loser. Name them all, Fuck dude. Me, dude. Gryffindor, uh-huh. Slytherin, Hufflepuff, Ravenclaw. He got it. Fuck. That's right. Jesus, I, I played, this, I played this game with us. I gotta <laughs> eat my dice. Eat your dice. Just chomp them down. Eat, eat your, your dice, wand, dude. Even the audio of you choking on a d20. <laughs> but no one would I'll say Gryffindor bitch. <laughs> I'll never sing again. Uh, do you ever think about how funny it is that the D20 is like the exact size of your throat? You could really just like pop it in there and totally get oh, it lost. What a way to go. If any of us ever get a terminal illness. Yeah. <laughs> Swallow a D20 instead. Don't unplug the machine. <laughs> just a put D20 a D20 in, in, my, in my mouth. Put a D20 in my mouth. I have a cyanide D20 with me for just, every live show. Just, just imagining Jake on life support and his family being like, his podcast co-host should really be here. <laughs> and that's going and just shoving D20s in your mouth. Uh, Mr. and Mrs. Hurwitz, we read his last, his, his living will. They all. Um, we'd love a moment with uh, Hardwood Jorwood, if you don't mind. They all to, tearfully not... shoved a D20 down his throat, then whispered, but this is ridiculous. <laughs> we, we hurried his wife out of the room and quietly <laughs> murdered him <laughs> with D20s. You wanted it this way. You're going to Morden. <laughs> It's weird because it was just a sprained ankle. (laughs) Jill hadn't been there to visit for two and a half weeks. (laughs) She was skiing. (laughs) She was skiing. (laughs) You can't just just cancel a ski trip. Especially not when they're with your ex, Trevor. He's (laughs) really particular. They're just friends, but... Yeah. (laughs) He's just a great skier. He's... He's super rich, but he works a lot. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> it works he, out he, a lot it's too. really hard for him to get time off. Okay. Yeah, so, Beth, what charities. do you think? Are you going to work with Theala? I think that if Theala offers me, not even if she offers me something, but if she just like makes it an impossible position, I think I'll have to like. Six figures, flexible vacation time. Yeah. Work from mm-hmm. home. I'm like, wor- I'm worried about that. I'm worried about the fact that Erlen's there too. Yeah. If she might use that to be like, uh, this is the most important person in the world to you. Yeah, what I say, put a knife to his throat, sort of thing. Yeah. yeah, she knows. I mean, that's. I think that all of us would do fully that, understand. But, like, but especially Be- Bev is like, it, you're you're young and in love. Yeah, yeah you're young is so potent. My thought would be, I would have to do like a full Imperator Furiosa thing, where I just like build her trust, uh, mm-hmm. and then um, meet up with Tom Hardy in the desert. Mm. Mm. That's cool. You should yeah. have a robot arm. Yeah. I should have a robot, robot arm. Robot arm, desert. Robot. <laughs> I'm taking notes. <laughs> but um, 
I'm trying to. So wait, well, there's a lot have, of you have Moonshine's um, blessing to work with y'all, especially if she. Uh, Thank you. If she like threatens Erlen. It would. There is something very funny about like y'all just not seeing Bev for like four episodes, and I come back and I've just got like a really clean haircut. <laughs> Oh man. <laughs> Shining white armor. Oh my gosh. Stinking of milk. <laughs> Just the biggest milk mustache. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Who goes when there? did you get that fuckboy haircut? <laughs> <laughs> I've just absolutely got the tight sides. Oh, <laughs> you yeah. Make, the Mac- you would make not so the, many what friends. Is it, the Macklemore? Ma- Macklemore? Mac- yeah. yeah. <laughs> God, is that a zero fade, Beverly? <laughs> <laughs> the tightest around. It's a. It's a. Uh, what do you call, what, what, is it just like a two? What would it, what do you call a razor size? Oh, yeah. Fucking zero, man. A fucking yeah. zero. I a got zero you. fade to has a anyone, zero. Fade. Has anyone else tight. had their name associated with a haircut? Um, it's like there the was Rachel. like the the, the Rachel, Rachel mm-hmm. and then there's the Macklemore. But was yeah. there anything in between? Oh, the the kid, oh. the the box afro. No, no, but that's not named the Caesar, after a person. The Caesar, but that wasn't named after someone oh, specifically. Was it, the Carson Daly. After Julius it was like Caesar. the Carson Daly flip in the front for guys I remember. It is like a oh. little Caesar haircut. Is Oh, yeah, I guess it kind of right? is. Yeah, but yeah, it's like- I never call, I never, It's named after Julius Caesar. I feel like Julius Caesar didn't have frosted tips in it, though. You don't have to have frosted tips in the, Juli- in the Caesar. I just feel like the most prominent Caesars were always that they were frosted or like- Styled a little bit. I like love that. a frosted Caesar. You just went to, you just went to school for some with some frosted Caesars. You, I had a Caesar and my my tips were not frosted. I I frosted my. You ever, you never frosted your tips? <laughs> my parents would never allow it. Definitely frosted Me? your tips. You were such a frost my tips kind of high schooler. I, my, I've dad seen would, my dad would my dad would throw me in the trash. Yeah. If oh, I dyed my hair. Oh, oh my what point. if Beverly dyes his hair when he becomes a chosen? You would frost. Oh. You could, yeah. Beverly would frost. Frosted his tips. tips. You're gonna have frosted tips, a McElroy fade. I mean, a Macklemore fade, mm-hmm. and then a got milk mustache. <laughs> Just like Galad Jr. And then the sort of like a white satin like kimono looking shirt. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, it's like it's 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 like the Justin Bieber knee shirt with the really skinny jeans. <laughs> the light shall perish. You shall perish in the light. Oh man, I can't Those wait. Those are such bubbly sneakers. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, what's going on is Theala is using Bev to do a ritual to bring back Galad, so that Bev can become Galad Squire. Wait, that's what's happening. Your yeah. sword, sir. Yeah, that's what's happening. Are you being sarcastic? I'm not. I'm not telling you the truth. No. I, I oh, know. so that's not true. Uh, it's Maybe. it might be. I don't know. It's not. <laughs> that's messed up. <laughs> You can't just say, oh, man. No, I'm stressed. This I'm is the kind of thing that drives trail. her to go, go get the horses ready, Bev. <laughs> aye, aye, sir. <laughs> what an asshole you would be if you destroyed Beverly. Like, modify not... memory on Bev so he just thinks so that the lad still rules. <laughs> Oh well, that's you were never that's agreed. funny. That's yeah. funny. But Glad, then, oh I'm saying, if you like, if you if you like gutted Beverly of his own personality <laughs> and just put Galad's personality in Bev's body. Oh, you put Galad's soul in Bev. Yeah. Now I'm oh taking gosh. notes because it just would be a very funny idea to <laughs> just cast spells on Beverly so he forgets everything that happened in Glader on and instead wow. thinks he was sent off <gasps> instead of to the Jamboreen was sent to like apprentice under Galad so who or, was his hero at a time. Or like when I saw Galad in Glader on, he saved me from these two ruffians. Yeah. Hard okay, wait, what is, what this level, is tell me about the <laughs> modified memory it. spell. Tell oh, me yeah. about the modified memory spell. Good. Would a greater restoration heal it? Uh, Yeah, I think so. Okay. Would you Would you like homebrew that to make it like 
more difficult I or brainwash. The spell itself, yeah, just implants memories. in Dispel your brain. magic would also get rid of it. Right? I'm, I guess what I'm wondering I'm on is, the, I'm on the defense. Yeah. You're on the defense, trying to figure out how to undo. Would this. Hard One and Moonshine need to uh, do a Inception memory dive into Beverly? Definitely. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that that's would cool. be really that would, trippy. That's kind of rad. <laughs> I should just like, help me write the campaign. There'll be no surprises. Beverly's memories. We brainstorm oh, it on the short rest, then we play it the next week. Everybody knows what's gonna happen. <laughs> Um, no let's surprises. talk about some other things that happened. So, uh, Hard One got to redeem himself by stopping an assassination. Rolled well on a perception oh, wow. check. Yeah. yeah, that's nice. It was it was nice to not let someone get murdered. And yeah. Moonshine Nose Detective uh, made a reemergence. <laughs> yeah, that guy's smelling like. Milk if, well. Would you say, would you say that Moonshine's nose is? Like canon, really good. Definitely, it's gotta yeah. be. She knows. She good smelled point. the sulfur. Can yeah. I roll with advantage on on smell checks now? <laughs> Papa well, can. Damn it. Okay, yeah. You you're can right. if you would like to well, transfer Papa's ability to you and have you roll. No, I want to let him yeah. have his moment. Yeah, wouldn't that just be Papa giving her a help action on yeah, smelling? Essentially, yeah. Yeah, no, I want to let it. I'll I'll keep it to him. He can have it. I picture you like picking Papa up like a uh, like a dirt devil or something, like a little handy vac, and just like pointing him around. Sherlock Holmes magnifying glass, yeah. but it's a possum. That was uh, you guys didn't totally pick up on it, but that was a little bit of foreshadowing of being like, hey, there are Theala spies yep. up amongst all and these they are dwarves, dwarves and everything. Um, Fucking Theala. I put the goggles on as sort of a red herring, so you would think he was an Akarat guy. That was a cool moment. Yeah. That was cool. Um, I think I thought he was chosen from the start. Really? I think I, I, or it was in my mind. I guess that's why I would have sniffed him, right? I think you sniffed, you sniffed him after the goggles came off and you saw that he had regular eyes. Oh, I, see. I appreciate that Theala knows that goggles are cool. Yeah. <laughs> and when I work for her, I will request a pair of goggles. <laughs> Fetch me my goggles, my squire. Of course. We shall go into the milky hot tub, sir. Yes. We will need our goggles for the hot tub. You're we not should. even like a lieutenant. You're just a squire. She went through all this effort just I to- I aspire to be a squire. <laughs> I'm a spry little squire. Spry little squire who never tires. I have a question about uh, Maz Alf. Maz Othul. Othul, yeah. Uh, is that name like pulled from anything or is yeah, it just kind of like Rand a. Yeah, it was really cool. Is, Rand Althul is from um, Wheel of Time. Oh, okay. It sounded I, like I take a, a Batman character to Raz me. Yeah, Raz Al Ghul. Oh, oh that's what I kept thinking of. I just didn't, maybe, I, I think I just was trying to think of a mysterious type name that would just make it sound like he was going to be like a new ally to you guys. Mm -hmm. Um, by making it seem like I put thought into him. Yeah. Um, but instead, he's just a bad guy. I mean, yeah. <laughs> you, you fucking ran the playbook on us twice. This is exactly what happened at the Astral Council, too. One of these days, I'm going to stop trusting you. <laughs> it hasn't happened well, yet. You Honestly, it's really fun NPCs, to trust you, you know I mean? so I'll probably just mm -hmm. keep trusting yeah. you. Also, you're my husband, and it's kind of like the foundation of a relationship. Right. Mm. Totally. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Get some cracks in there. <laughs> Kawa was just like, me drill, and Zeus yeah. have no trust. <laughs> That's what makes us stronger because we have to hang out all the time because we're, we don't trust each other. We're fucking Mr. and Miss Smith. <laughs> Cut to Ryan Seacrest limo pulling up in front of Caldwell's house <laughs> as we're recording this. <laughs> right this way, Mr. Seacrest. <laughs> Is that Sue? <laughs> no, that's me inviting him in to make me the cuckold. I like the idea that it was Sue. <laughs> Just make sure her saying 
That's so funny. The most insane thing. It's breaking my brain. (laughs) Right this way, Mr. (laughs) Speaker. And yet there it is. Okay, I'm going to actually transition away because, Bev, you got some of Gunther's hair, right? I did. So I was looking ahead to spells that are in Moonshine's future, and one of them (gasps) is True Resurrection. True Resurrection? Which means I can resurrect someone that's been dead for even like 200 years or something like that. Holy shit. What level is that? Ninth. So I won't have it for a really long time. Is that something, can you do that from just hair? No. Or is is it a body or is it uh, like... I feel like true resurrection is maybe just from just nothing. From and what, what was the... Okay, I'll read it to you. Yeah. <clears throat> true, oh, yeah, it says you touch a creature that has been dead for no longer than 200 years that died for any reason except old age. If the creature's <laughs> soul is free and willing, the creature is restored to life with all its hit points. This spell closes all wounds, neutralizes any poison, cures all diseases, and lifts any curses affecting the creature when it died. The spell replaces damaged or missing organs and limbs. The spell can even provide a new body if the original no longer exists, Whoa. in which case oh. you must speak the creature's name, Gunther. Oh. The creature <laughs> then appears in an unoccupied space you choose That's within crazy. 10 feet of you. That's crazy that it says touch a creature, and then it says if the body says, no longer exists, just say the name. Yeah. Mm. I guess I wonder if there's like a workaround where like an evil person can like kill somebody and hide the body or something like that, and mm. then you can't bring them back. How Maybe. does that work? Or, or this just, says this spell can even provide a new body if, if the they don't original no longer exists. Wow. Okay. So you just gotta. So I can Moonshine bring Gunther back. Needs to get to level twenty. It's gonna be a while. Yeah. Just gotta get <laughs> it to level also 20. takes an hour. There's so many people That's, that we could bring I back, mean, and it'd be really fun to bring just back Gunther. <laughs> it's so we've well, lost so many. I but I was talking about this with Murph because I realized that I had this like the other night, and I was like, I'm not going to be like I think that Moonshine I, because she is like has like a bit of like necromantic energy to mm-hmm. her, and like a lot of her spells are kind of like death focused. I think like her thing is not anti-death it's like anti and unnatural death right. so like mm. something like what happened with maribel like i don't think she would resurrect maribel because like maribel like had an natural death in a way or like or like mm. co- like uh dead eye and maribel kind of had these like beautiful endings of their story yeah right. you know so they it's were like, ready and yeah, Gun- Gunther just got eaten by a goober. Mm-hmm. Gunther just got eaten by a goober. They didn't have to do him like that. <laughs> <laughs> Our boy got goop scooped. He, no he got goop scooped. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people almost got goop scooped. Yeah, Bev had a little bit of a rough fight. I um, you rolled with advantage. I and- true striked and missed twice. I think I got like a <laughs> seven and a nine, which is so devastating. Especially like I I come to this. Uh, I come to Iron Deep. Erlen's there. Uh, we have like a weird rocky start to it, but then like we get into the battle. I'm like, I gotta show Erlen how much I've grown as a fighter, and then I just instantly beef it, just like two times in a row. Fighting uh, in front of somebody you want to impress is always just like intimidating. It's a recipe yeah. for disaster. Well, it, yeah. As well as you want. He didn't to. do great either. You guys basically just traded, getting knocked out. Yeah. <laughs> and and Ma- yeah. man, what a heroic moment for Maverick to go in and save Red to Thunderstep. Yeah, because there was that yeah. moment when Thunderstep is. I played a sorcerer who had Thunderstep, and holy it's shit, great. that is the most, you feel like the coolest freaking person in the world. Can you explain Thunderstep to me? Like, Thunderstep is basically, it's it's like- Dimension Door. You know how like Dimension Door, like uh, Jens, Lindell, and Trinivell will do Dimension like Door? Like you can where move you, like, 400 feet? with a friend? Mm-hmm. It's that, yeah. but it does damage. 
Oh, so the idea it's it's, it's, it's so literally like a thunder step. Grab someone yeah. out of like a bunch of enemies and then ask the two of you peace out. All the enemies take or damage. Like blown die. Yeah. That's dope. You, that you is, like stomp your foot and yeah. there's like a, an electric shock as you disappear. Yeah. And, and there's also I remember Misty Step and Face Step. Is that this? Are those? They're different? the same. They're the same mechanically. Phase step is a thing that the Eladrin have in their like monster stats in Mordenkind and Tome of Foes. That's basically they just can do it every turn. It's not a spell for them. I kind of want to be a straight up fighter that can thunderstep. You want to be like an Eladrin? No, I, oh, can I be an Eladrin next campaign? Uh, I called it. <laughs> can we all be Eladrin? Can we just be Eladrin? <laughs> Please, daddy. I think Eladrin is be... a playable race now. Yeah, really? I think, I think so. Wow. I think it might be in. I don't know if it's in Xanathar's. I don't. Know I can't in, not play elves. It might just be I don't more know what to of, say. I know it's like they so, are beautiful. I love like beautiful and fair, hot, sexy people. And if, <laughs> and if you're an Eladrin, charged, man. <laughs> you get to wear leaves as clothes. <laughs> yeah. What's sexier than that? I think it's someone. Yeah, someone who like <laughs> feeds all the cats in my backyard and like loves to loves potted plants. It's just like mm-hmm. elves are all like natural and shit. Yeah. Yeah, you are very druidic in your natural life. Yeah, you're definitely life. an elf. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I think Probably. you're the, you're the most cl- you're the closest to your character. I think you easily. Think so? mm-hmm. No, yeah. you're so close to Harlan. <laughs> well, I wish. And I you're was. so close to Bev. <laughs> we yeah, all, in some I ways, think, yeah. I think everybody just has a little bit. All of our characters, I think, even with our next campaign, will always have a little bit of a reflection of who we are. Yeah. But I think yeah. you're the most elf-like in mm-hmm. real life. Elf-like. Definitely, you're the most dwarf-like. Definitely. For sure. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm grouchy. Actually, Paul, well, you definitely have some halfling energy. <laughs> I definitely have halfling energy it's for sort sure. Sort of like that jolly, like that jolly uh, yeah. halfling love. I'm a short king. <laughs> <laughs> big time human guy. I've got human energy. I yeah. Think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> even the pe- even the people you look up to, like Tom Brady and stuff, have big human energy. Yeah. The goat, yeah. Tom Brady really just emanates, just emanates human. human energy. I think what it is, Emily, is like if if we could all have like our perfect world, like mine mm-hmm. would definitely be like eating cheese and smoking a weird ass pipe. Yeah, and yours would well, be mine like would also maybe be that. I mean, similar, but I feel like. Yeah, that's you're, you. you're would you're, you would be out in like a weird I'll be forest in though. Vines yeah, exactly. Talking to animals. <laughs> yeah, and I would be in a cave drinking <laughs> with a bunch of other rowdy people. <laughs> and Jake would be a professional football player. <laughs> Jake would Number hang twelve out. for the New England Patriots. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> Next campaign, Wait. Jake plays <laughs> Tam Brody. <laughs> How did I get to this fantasy world? <laughs> I'm never gonna retire. I'm too good. Instead of we, we just give a football he like no crossbow Tom Brady doesn't stats. have a Boston accent, right? <laughs> He's from the Bay Area. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> definitely not from Boston. Who fucking cares? <laughs> Tom just, Brady is blue collar. Imagining Tom Brady being like, "Hey, who the fuck are you? Hey, I kiss my son on the mouth. <laughs> what are you gonna do about it? <laughs> what? He doesn't talk like that. Um, but you just like flavor an archer, but they throw football. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Crossbow, but stats for a football deflated mm. crossbow yeah <laughs> would you do it would you let would you no let flat out no <laughs> no all right so emily doesn't even skeleton. want that <laughs> jake jake takes this shit seriously yeah. unlike you two goofballs <laughs> murph's lucky that basically i always want to be aragorn yeah. 
which is nice. It, it definitely like grounds the world in a way from like, all right, if everybody's being goofy, at least Aragorn's here. <laughs> it's true. I mean, like the first Lord of the Rings book is that it's just like four hobbits who want to eat breakfast and Aragorn being like, stop, you're fucking everything up. <laughs> Everyone, I think he doesn't know about eleven. Stop touching stuff. <laughs> stop making food. My God, <laughs> that rape just stabbed your friend in the shoulder for some reason. But biscuits. Why did he choose to stab Frodo in the shoulder? Could have killed him anywhere. <laughs> I was trying to mark him, right? Oh, is that oh. what was happening? I don't remember. It's yeah, been it's a long time since I've read or watched. Um, I have a question about uh, the Jew bullocks. Yeah. Oh, yes. Uh, what? How did you feel about that fight? Did you enjoy it? <laughs> I Oh, thank you. Thank you for asking me. You actually me. had a heart on the whole time. Yeah, it was weird. <laughs> um, the mechanic of it, uh, like goobin people and, yeah. and bringing them in uh that was a homebrew thing kind of Ooh. the jubilix has a thing that's like if it's acid lash attack take uh kills you mm-hmm. then it can like drag you into itself but i made it a thing that it was like first it encases you then it connects to you then it pulls you in just to kind of raise the stakes a little bit yeah just because uh i wanted it to be not as scary as the Tarrasque, but like on par kind of. Mm-hmm. It was also fun like getting to come into that fight with the Jubilix uh, ostensibly having damage already dealt to it. So yeah. it didn't feel like as high of stakes. Yeah. But still very dangerous. It had, I think like 350 hit points, which is almost half as much as the Tarrasque. That's like half of Apple Scrumper's HP, I think. <laughs> Something like that. Jeez. <laughs> I can't I get over. Buff I feel like it really showed and shined. Um, I guess like last episode uh, was just like how good being a barbarian is. Oh my god! I know Scrumper is just like a damage absorber. It's yeah. like a damage sponge. Have we talked about her sword? Because oh, really, no. we haven't really talked a, about her that special yet. sword. Is like the sword, a sword of that sharp. Spinning or something? Sort of sharpness? No, it's, it's sort of sharpness. Like, is that something that you get as a barbarian? Uh, no, now? it's just a... Like that's like something that... It's a cool item. Yes, we were talking about when Apple was coming back on, Siobhan and I talked, and she was like, can I have a cool sword? And so <laughs> we looked through the DMs guide, and I was like, there's this one that is, I mean... It's equivalent to something you would have at this level, certainly. Yeah. So it's like, and is wait, the we're... sword the reason that she does max damage yes. every time? Yeah, that's, that's the coolest fucking thing. Dope. Yeah, it's a it's a great sword that it's just on your D sixes you roll a six every time. Uh, Beverly. Yes, or rather Caldwell. I'm sorry, I always want to call you Beverly. Um, <laughs> I have. Do you want me to read your tarot? Oh, Beverly's to see what my tarot? fate will be. Yeah, since we since, to try and get some insight to see into this, how good a squire I'll be for Galad. <laughs> Ah, to be a knight of the chosen one day okay (laughs) my dream fulfilled thank god i escaped those ruffians moonshine and hard one i will exact my revenge (laughs) those filthy scoundrels folk uh how do i do this so you just just um shuffle them oh okay great I'll narrate for people who are um, driving or screen. Right. I'm right. really so, good at shuffling. So Caldwell's Caldwell hands taking are a actually really long maybe time to get them together. To... Caldwell is Ooh, wearing cut himself. a threadbare robe, <laughs> an extra small, opened up, completely nude, two large band aids on both of his knees. You promised. You promised you wouldn't say. A lot of people don't know this. He's actually 315 pounds of pure muscle. So this, the shirt is stressed to say the least. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> you're vascular. Is what people don't vascular. You're ruining the optics I like to present myself with. He's a <laughs> no one can know I'm he's buff. A, he's a really buff little guy. <laughs> All right, I've I've shuffled them. Okay. Uh, now I'm gonna put them into three piles. Ooh. All right, and this is for uh, Bev's, Choose which one? Bev's future. This is advice for Bev going forward. Okay. Or maybe mm-hmm. perhaps it'll be insight on why Theala hath captured him. Okay. Oh. Or maybe like uh, it'll just be what my wardrobe should be for when I'm a chosen soldier. <laughs> <laughs> the first card is a, just a giant cow with a vial of milk. It's just a picture of you riding sidecar on Galad's uh, horse. It'll be weird because like I'm used to fighting with a sword and a shield, but I guess now I'll be fighting with two pitchers of milk. Yeah. Okay, you got a bad one. Oh, oh no. no. I'm Although so you are so unlucky with random draws. You should never go to Vegas. <laughs> She had the five of swords. The traditional (laughs) meaning of this five of swords is battle and loss. Oh, (laughs) yikers. It says being a victim of the system, specifically educational boards and government and and government bodies. Okay, that tracks. Okay, in relationships, it predicts tension and conflict. You're having obviously you're in a tense, conflicted situation. I would say. Overall, it reveals ongoing stress, continual challenges to your position, and often defeat. <laughs> cool. Yikes. Okay. Wow. Uh, we the thought game. that was going to be a fun little segment. I thought we would get like the sun, and then we'd be like, oh, Pelora is looking down on you. Draw again. Do over. Okay. I'll draw the next one. Okay. <laughs> Ooh, I see the star. Now, I'll... I only know about tarot from uh, video games that use tarot as the the like classification for monsters. I don't know anything about how to actually do it. Okay, uh, you got reversed Queen of Pentacles for your second draw. Is that sounds a bad great? One too. Which means your finances will suffer. Oh no! <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> this so that one was for Beverly. This one is for Caldwell. <laughs> Checks out. <laughs> so now that Beverly is dead, we're kicking off the show. I got a your Schwab, man. I think you've made some bad choices in yeah. the market. I got to call my bookie and ask him what a bookie is. You shorted Disney just before Disney Plus launched. He went all in on t-shirts that said Beverly is fine. <laughs> I invested heavy in Quibi. <laughs> Disney Plus, it's a fucking fad. <laughs> Quibi's here to stay. We. Are uh, is Big City Greens on Disney Plus? Season one is on Disney Plus. Oh, fuck Check it out. Yeah. Season two, I haven't mentioned it in a while. It's airing right now. Nice. Yeah. Cool. It's really fun. I've, there's some fun episodes coming out uh, for season two, and I won't say anything more. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, the, actually, that's something we should address mm-hmm. um, is that uh, all the oh, stuff yeah. with college humor, um, oh, it's yeah. been very nice. Um, everybody um, reaching out with their concern and everything. Um I guess we want to clear up that we're all independent, so we're yeah. not involved with uh, college humor, just kind of friends and work with those guys and everything. Yeah. But like, please support those guys. Yeah. And we've been like retweeting their reels and things like that. So follow them and their new projects. Yeah. Um, and, but you don't you don't need to worry about us. And also just like thank you for like subscribing to our Patreon because like we wouldn't be able to be independent if yes. it weren't for if it weren't for like you guys supporting us here so like you you let us be able to do stuff without a big corporation destroying our life occasionally yep. our in, our independence is actually a codependence with everyone <laughs> listening to this show right now they you are our fungal network yeah. oh, oh 
Oh, that is so sweet. Yeah, if yeah. You, you don't have you. to be worried about us at all unless you unsubscribe. <laughs> and then, then shake in terror at our you've futures. You've directly <laughs> fucked us. And I don't know. I guess you're a scab. I don't... <laughs> <laughs> do you guys want to do some uh, roses and thorns? It's time. Yeah. Sweet. Um, I mean, obviously the rose is going to be Maverick's love. Is love. <laughs> There's, How can that's it not gonna be? That's going to be my rose for the next ten episodes. <laughs> That time when Mavris said love Un- was Unbelievable. Love. Uh, also, um, uh, Rose of Erlen and Bev kind of getting to reconcile. Yeah it, was, yeah. it was nice to have some moments there. Yeah, and also like, yeah, you get, once the stakes are up, you got to follow your real feelings and drop the petty uh, petty squabbles. Uh-huh. I it was, oh, sorry. I, I was just going to say it was fun having that moment where we were just kind of like, Volleyball healing each other. Yeah. Just, yeah. yeah. Back and and making out while the Jubilex tried to kill you. Yeah. <laughs> what are you going to do? Yeah. <laughs> um, I reluctantly give this rose because I don't want to encourage this behavior, but the <laughs> Maz turn. Oh, yeah. The Maz yeah. turn uh, was uh, quite surprising. I, I fucking fell for it. I felt like a Mazo fool. I'll say that. <laughs> yeah. I definitely it, did. It feels really nice to get to, well, it feels really nice to just fuck you guys and just make you guys eat my ass. Um, but um, it's it's great to be able to have like two villains who are against each other. Yeah. So you can have turncoats and stuff who help you because they want to beat the other yeah. villain. That's what like you Maz got. wanted you guys to beat Akarat's yeah. dudes. So yeah. He's not, you know... It wasn't completely for nothing. Yeah, no, not at all. He wanted... Yeah. Mm -hmm. There's a reason he didn't take Beverly straight to Theala. He took (laughs) Beverly and Mavericks to go um, uh, do an errand for Theala first. Do you think that Maz had second thoughts when he took me to the Jubilix and I instantly missed twice and died? (laughs) Yeah. Why is this kid important? <laughs> <laughs> He's texting Fiala with a hey, picture guy, of Bev being like, this goo down again. is the guy? Question? He keeps missing goo. <laughs> There's Him? a giant goo monster. <laughs> He's missing goo and he doesn't even seem to be winning his fight with his boyfriend. <laughs> He's losing on all fronts. <laughs> I love this episode and last episode. You guys... Never confor- confirm or deny that Mavericks and Bev are dating. And Mavericks doesn't either. Mavericks just keeps saying, this is insane. Yeah. <laughs> that's such a Mavericks thing, though, just to keep digging yourself deeper into a situation that's easily avoidable. Yeah. Because he doesn't, when people tell him what to do or, or something, he's like, he sort of, uh, he goes against the grain. Yeah. Right. So he's, <laughs> so, so I think like, he resents people I love being that he's like, such a shit yeah. <laughs> And it all, it I can all... do whatever I want. I'm, I'm not I'm doing not this. I'm not doing that. Yeah. But uh, don't tell me not to. <laughs> uh, oh, Devin and Rose getting to see uh, Mavericks and Cobb interact a little bit. Oh, yeah. Uh, Just yeah. Not, he doesn't know who any of these people are. <laughs> yeah, it's so funny. So funny. Um, yeah, definite thorn. Um, Dying a lot again. <laughs> not This is the uh, second episode I don't think I've done any damage, which um, feels bad. <laughs> Yeah, you've really owned Akarat sometimes, and sometimes, you know, sometimes the Akarat eats you, and sometimes mm-hmm. you eat the Akarat. Yep. That's just kind of how it goes. Got to look for that bumper sticker coming yeah. to the store. 
<laughs> Real soon. Um, okay, this is a, a a rose for me. I really like seeing Lucanus and Mima like hatching a plan together because I don't want them to get back together, but it makes me feel like more of a family when mm-hmm. we all work together. Like I actually Moonshine doesn't want them to get to get like together or anything like that. But seeing them work together makes it feel kind of familial in yeah. a way that is like really endearing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're sneaking around Osmodia. They weren't stuck in the city like everybody else. Yeah. Um, or I guess people weren't stuck in the city. They're able to teleport out and everything. Um, but uh, they were potentially going to try to confront Akarat before you guys got there. But those two guys probably couldn't beat them on their own. Here's a big um, mechanics question for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, all the spells that you have characters do, um, do you try to keep track of like, spell slots and whatnot for like high, high level characters? And do you ever like make up spells for the situation or are they all normally based on actual like D&D spells? I try to base them on actual D&D spells. Mm -hmm. As far as tracking them, it depends on what they're being used for. Like if Lucanus is gonna like teleport you guys twice or something and then peace out or something, I'm probably not sitting there and like worrying about his spell slots. But if it's, you know, a situation like this where potentially Lucanus might grab you guys, take you to Akarat and then help you in the Akarat fight, then I'm definitely tracking his spells. I do have a question. What type of wizard is Lucanus? Ooh, great question. Question. He is just a monster manual arch wizard, um, ah, but with different spells prepared. Interesting. Uh-huh. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So he doesn't. Um, a lot of NPCs end up just being reflavored monsters, essentially from the Perfectly from makes the sense. manual. But mm-hmm. Mima is Circle of Moon. Mima is an arch druid oh. from um, Volo's guide, but she also has different spells prepared, and she has better wild shape stuff. Okay, because I thought she was Circle of Moon since she relies on wild shape a lot, but that makes sense. Yeah, so she's she's like a Circle of Moon variant of an NPC, basically. She Very has the cool. same like HP and spell slots and stuff mm. of the Arch Druid. How did you choose her spells? Um, it depends. I. It depends on the situation, and Mima hasn't fought alongside you guys that much, so I usually mm-hmm. don't totally build her out. Uh, my thorn is that everything's been going so fast. Like I feel like I, I, I want a way to check in. I want to check mm. in on Bev and Mavris, but obviously more importantly, Bev, and it's just everything moves so fast right now that I... It just feels yeah. like there's not like a moment to really do that. Mm-hmm. It's always hard when like you're in combat to like remember that because like it's the disconnect is like that you're playing and time is passing normally, but you have to remember that like a minute is going by. So like, yeah. but even with like the, I mean, I guess with the crown, time slows a little bit, but it is hard. Yeah. Yeah, I guess you no, know, but you're right. It is a minute. Like, and also like obviously Moonshine like is like, well, Bev is strong. Mm-hmm. I don't need to worry about him. But also Moonshine's like, well, Bev's my family. I need to worry about him, you know? You always worry about your family no matter how strong they are. Yeah. Yeah. But it's also, you guys were having to divide up in order to beat the, you know, these three cities were hopeless without you guys. So you guys had to go to Osmodia. Didn't really have a choice of going to uh, Iron Deep at the time. Mm -hmm. Um, And probably more of you would have just gotten blown up by the dwarf and hitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Melora. Oh, I want to make it clear that there were no dwarfins in there. I did not just casually blow up a bunch of dwarfins. Thank you. It was an empty building. Wow. It was a trap. 
Okay. Yeah. So just good so trap. everyone knows. Thanks. It, yeah. was, it was actually a really good trap. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'll so give that trap I'm gonna a rose. Give her, I'm going to give myself a rose. I'm going to give you a rose that is secretly a Venus flytrap. Oh, Whoa. ow, ow. This is a trap. <laughs> yep. No, that's a trap. I'd take that, man. <laughs> Sucking you down. Yeah. Um, and one more rose very quickly uh, to hard one for stopping an assassination. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah for it, proving it, the worth of summer dwarfs everywhere. It was, yeah. it was Moonshine that sniffed the milk. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, was she that, that sniffed the milk and then grabbed his, his punched balls him in his balls or something I had to make sure that he didn't get oh. good last words I no. was like no you will die no. without dignity the, the real rose the true rose that was a ruse rose this is the real rose <laughs> is, <laughs> is hard one's excellent goodberry goof oh, that oh, yeah. united all the peoples of the yeah, north yeah. it really feels good to befriend the <laughs> iron deep dwarfs <laughs> That's a, or the Frostman Dwarfs. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry, yeah, the Frostman Dwarfs. That's yeah. what it is for me. Sweet, guys. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. We'll be back next week, and we'll find out what happened to Beverly Togold. Uh, Caldwell, why don't you take us out? Just like uh, I'm taking Bev out. <laughs> oh, <laughs> thanks so much. Dinner. Yeah, oh, there you go. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. Get ready to roll them Galad Roselle dice. <laughs> <laughs> Rolling with the Roselle dice. Say it. Strike true. <laughs> Strike true, sir. <laughs>